Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Life Stories Markham, the podcast. Life Stories podcast is devoted to providing our audience with a deeper understanding of the individuals that's behind the public persona. I'm your host, Michael Heap, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neelash Hathi, in the control room. On our channel, Neelash and I will delve into the life story of various people in our community. Now, if you're watching on YouTube or listening to our podcast, please subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Now joining us tonight are Ron and Jane Morgan. Ron is a former professional hockey player and Jane volunteers with the Special Olympic athletes. She created the curling program at Unionville Curling Club and they both have lived very adventurous lives, as you will hear. Welcome to the show, Ron and Jane. Great to have you guys. Thank, Thank you, you very much for the Thank invitation. You. Great. So we have a number of things we want to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. And our crack research department has done some digging. And the one story we wanted to start off with involves scuba diving, which may not be a surprise. So I wanted to take us back to an event. You're on your honeymoon, I believe, and you're scuba diving and you found yourself in a bit of a situation. So maybe Ron, I'll ask you to start out and tell us uh, what happened that day. I, I'd probably rather not, because I'm the <laughs> one that caused the uh, issues for Jane. But uh, yeah, we, we were celebrating our honeymoon and we did a dive, and this is when we were relatively new into scuba. Um, but we uh, d did a dive just off of, um, in Florida, off of, uh, Tampa and uh, we went out on a dive boat there was four of us all together plus a dive master when we went out it was a light rain and it wasn't too um, it, it wasn't too bad as far as a dive goes there was some vision issues but it was a pretty normal dive for the most part um, we were down in the dive about 20 minutes uh, when uh, we realized that we were going with the current and we should have probably been going against it and mm. uh, realized that the people we were diving with didn't really know that much about scuba diving and we were kind of novice on it. And w when we did surface, um, the, we saw the dive boat going the other way. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> Well, it, was a it was a little concerning. Well, not to interrupt. The big issue was that I had a, I had a faulty air tank. I had oh, run out of air. We were getting to that one. <laughs> that was below the surface. Before you we, surfaced. Okay. Before we surfaced, yeah. yes. She that had was... a leaky regulator. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so anyways, we, we started our dives, uh, came up to the surface, mm -hmm. and saw the boat going the other way. and, and Along with that, the uh, weather had changed. Right. And instead of a two-foot wave, we were now into eight to 10-foot waves and a dive boat disappearing. And one of the troughs that we kind of fell into as, uh, as we were... Um, as we were trying to gather our strength to carry on sure. and we're, we see the dive boat going the other way. Right. And there we are, we're buddy breathing which brings a whole new interest you're level. Sharing we're, tank, sharing, we're sharing. We're sharing the tank. I basically yeah. gave yeah. my my air. Yeah. 
Yeah. And what's and, going uh, through your, your mind at that point, Jane, when the boat is going away from you? That this is a very short-lived marriage. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, was a, there wasn't a chance we were surviving this. There right? was absolutely no chance. Yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 we did surface. We realized that we had a problem with air, and now the boat wasn't visible at all. Yeah. So they had gone to rescue another lady that was diving with us. Okay. And uh, yeah, and so finally they finally came to us. Like it was, I honestly didn't think we were surviving this. We were over an hour in that water. Over we were, just yeah. yeah. We were out in the, in the Gulf Stream. The Gulf you Stream. couldn't see land. Yeah. All you could see was waves and a couple sharks that decided to visit us. So some sharks decided to come around yeah. just to make it more interesting. Just to, yeah, more, just to see yeah. if there was a good meal there. Or... Wow. And you could see these sharks. Uh, uh, yes, you could absolutely. see the shadow yeah. and then they brush okay. against yeah. you a little bit. And, uh, and that was the start of our uh, marriage. That was the start of our marriage. Wow. <laughs> well, what they say, if you can survive that, you can survive well, that Well, that was the hope. Yes. That was definitely the hope. Right. But we even did, once we, once the boat did finally circle around and they told us that they had called into the Coast Guard, but they couldn't launch any aircraft because of the weather. Oh, okay. Um, so, and then finally, they, they finally picked us up. And, uh, yeah, and then we decided there was two dives. That was the first dive. Mm -hmm. And we decided, or I decided that we had to do the second dive. Even though we, we were pretty, pretty scared. Absolutely frightened. Yeah. yeah. So the second dive, uh, was it a cave or a wreck? It was I can't a wreck. Remember. It was a wreck dive. Okay. I'll never do another wreck dive again either. Okay. Like that was. Uh, I was surprised you would do any dive. Well, I, to well, to make it even to make it even worse, the uh, the um, jellyfish. Yeah. It was about a 15 or 20 foot wall of jellyfish that yeah, we had to spread them right. in order to get down to the wreck that sure. we were right. diving. Just, just your regular outing on your honeymoon, yeah. you know. Uh, Jay, I, I don't know what diving, anything about diving. I barely learned how to swim when I was 50. But uh, what is wreck diving? Um, they've had uh, sunk a couple ships uh, off the coast of Florida and so we would, uh, we would um, yeah, we have a dive. You dive and you go in th into the wreck and you look oh, around okay. and you see it's it's, it's I thought quite... a wreck was uh, going for a wreck. Not I thought it was a wreck like no, a thing. No, a like recreation dive. Oh no, a wreck dive. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was it was interesting, but there was a lot of uh, different um, well, marine that, life down there. Let yeah, me say there was about a six foot barracuda that decided to join us in the wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> so just to kind of top <laughs> off the uh, experience. Right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw a movie about this uh, particular experience. The movie, the movie came out a couple of years <laughs> yeah, after it, but yeah. I, felt, I felt like we were starring in it almost. Right? Yeah, it but was. what an awful feeling. And, wow. and, uh, I can't but anyways, it managed was. to survive it and 30 years later. We're, yeah, we're still uh, not diving anymore. No, <laughs> no. But. Now, speaking of adventurous uh, activities on the water, uh, I believe you also enjoyed for a while offshore boating. We, some of us, uh, one of us really enjoyed it. I, I loved it. The experience that didn't necessarily enjoy it. So <laughs> no. maybe for the people, just explain what offshore boating is. 
yeah, we, we were uh, involved in some poker runs um, in and around the Kingston area. And um, you are not only race, but you're also gathering a poker hand at the same time. And the boats are anywhere from 30 feet to 60 feet. Oh. We had a 43-foot um, boat with triple engine in it. That's a significant size boat. Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. you would be doing 100 miles an hour plus yeah. on the water, which, uh, yeah, it was exciting. But the reason we got rid of it is uh, Jane couldn't talk because uh, I couldn't hear anything. <laughs> and right. that's, what, that's when the boat, the, uh, we got a cruising boat after that. Okay. And, yeah. But the thing about the offshore boating, um, there parts of it were fun. The noise was awful. Oh, yeah. Um, docking the boat was another whole matter altogether. Because of the size of the boat. The size, yeah, the size mm -hmm. of the bow. Yeah. Like it never ended. And my job <laughs> was to somehow navigate the ropes. And as this boat is moving, mm -hmm. I'm to run up to the end of the bow okay. and throw the rope onto the dock, okay. run back to the back of this 40-foot boat. Mm -hmm. It was not, uh, I, I didn't really. Yeah, I think it was much. the noise that really did you The noise did me that, in, uh, yeah. yeah. But I did yeah. get a facelift every time. We <laughs> well, not, not only a facelift, at one time we were, we were going fairly open throttle. And Jane stood up a little bit, the hat went, the glasses went. Oh, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Everything yeah. disappeared. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was fun. The poker runs were fun. Now, so poker, that's my game. Ah, that's <laughs> so how's that? Did you win poker or do you want to come to my game? <laughs> did we which? Sorry. Did, did we you win, win the poker? No, we did not win the poker, but we met some interesting people along the way. So I, I could invite you that. to my poker game then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were fast enough, you, uh, you got the right cards, and, uh, but right. we, didn't, we didn't actually ever win a poker hand, but we had a lot of fun in that. Because you're speeding off to different locations to pick up a card. Is yeah. Yes. So you have to navigate in to get the card, and then it, it's timing too. And right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. the whole thing. Right. So, so your days of uh, scuba diving and offshore boating are behind you. They are. But um, you still do a little bit of boating now, I imagine, do you? We do at, at the cottage. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, we do a bit of boating, but it's, it's a lot milder now. I'm yeah. more into paddle boarding and canoeing. Sure. <laughs> so, and I'm in Ron, not so take, much. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I like to go a, a little faster. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but, just uh, a little. Just, just a, a little, little. yeah. 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 But now with all the grandchildren and everything, it's um, pretty sure. calm compared right. to what yeah. some of the are things you hauling, used to are try. You pulling them on your tubes, the grandchildren? Oh, they love tubing and skiing yeah. and oh, yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah. So they're very much into that. But yeah. I'm trying to steer them into the paddle boarding oh, more right. with the press of gas. <laughs> Ron, do you yeah. just gun it Ron once just guns it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm doing yoga on a paddle board now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need some pictures of that, right? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be selling those. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, so the boating you do now and the other activities on the water are at the cottage. They're at the cottage. And this is a family cottage, I believe, that you've enjoyed for many years. That's right. My family originally um, purchased this cottage on Snake Island 70 years ago this year. 70. 70. 70. And um, over the years, my brothers and sister and uh, niece and a cousin, we've all bought our own 
uh, places. Right. So we're basically a compound on the island. Right. Yeah. Right. So there's half the time there's like between 30 and 40 of us up there at okay. one time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's it's now, great great fun. For those people outside Ontario, where is Snake Island? Snake Island's on Lake Simcoe. So um, from here, from your home, it would be about 45 minutes to an hour um, from your driveway to the ferry. Oh, so yeah. From Markham right to the From Markham right to the air. Right, you take a ferry across okay. uh, to the island. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's been uh, like family central for all sure. these years. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't like your family, you've got nowhere to run. <laughs> don't tell Ron that. <laughs> no. <laughs> no um, let's get back to other fast and loud types of transportation. Motorcycles. Mm -hmm. So we've gone from boating now, we're on land, motorcycles, and you both rode a Harley Davidson for some time and traveled around a bit. So maybe Maybe, Ron, how did that start for you in terms of uh, riding a Harley-Davidson motorcycle? What, should we start w when uh, Jane tried to run over the instructor? Let's start there, absolutely. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, the, I got her her license immediately. Aha, out of fear so, of, on the part of the instructor. I, I, I will let you speak up with the... Uh, well, I, I didn't have much experience on bikes, bicycles, but right. nothing with a motor on it. Sure. So I was very green compared to the other 40 guys in the course. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I just turned, I just turned, I didn't have the brake on, you know, right. I just gunned it and sure. I ran for his life and the next <laughs> thing I knew I'd passed the course. <laughs> just to get rid of you, he gave just me the time. Don't give her the bike back, don't let her back in the right. course. Yeah. 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 No. But um, no, we had a lot of fun on the motorcycles. On, uh, yeah, we did some great rides yeah, uh, through Vermont and mm. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, well, that was some exciting times, especially yeah. um, following that uh, trailer a, in uh, a huge truck, a manure truck, in liquid manure. New York. Oh. We got we, stuck behind it on the on the Harley. Oh, and there was nowhere to there go. There was nowhere to go. You right. couldn't pass it because. You knew what was coming off of the wheels and everything. So right. It, we, we had some adventures and then some not so adventures. Right. Yeah. But uh, but no, with the with the Harley, it was we had a great time. Yeah. Um, a lot of times we just get up on Sunday morning and ride for two hours and come back and always going north. So it's sure. kind of nice traffic wise. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! You know, I mean, this is. Uh... People that know you from the curling club, Unionville Curling Club, are gonna go. You guys, <laughs> so mild mannered, easy going, nice. Now you're Harley Davidson riders, you're adventure, you're divers. Yeah. What else? Curling? <laughs> well, that's been another adventure, I have to say. Right. Um, we when we started curling in the '90s. Been growing quite a long time. Okay. Um, we had we were looking for something else to do because we spent so much time with our kids in arenas and swimming pools and everything else. Mm -hmm. And um, I was the um, open house sign at the curling rink that I had seen, and went in and investigated. At that time in the '90s, you, in order to join, you had to belong to two sections. 
Right. Um, we weren't prepared to join two. We didn't. We had like two hours, <laughs> one night a week. Right. When we weren't driving kids around, so it took a or couple. Or driving of, motorcycles. Or driving <laughs> with, exactly, exactly. So we, uh, it, it took a couple of years to get in. We had to wait for the rules to change. Right. And so then when it finally did, we joined the mixed section, mm -hmm. and uh, we were extremely lucky. Um, our first skip and vice were Fran and Glenn Allen who were long, long time um, members of the curling club. And uh, you couldn't have asked for nicer people to, you know, I mean, most people at the curling club are nice. There's many trophies with their names on them, I think. Yes, yeah, yes, sure. they yeah. were both, uh, he was yeah. Wonder, present. Wonderful people. Wonderful people. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so we were very, very fortunate. Right, and you've continued to this day. And we've continued to this day, yeah. I don't know if you're aware of it, but Jane also became president of the club too. Okay. The curling club. Wow. So that wow. was that back was in 2004. Yeah. Okay. I had to look it up. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it how how was, was that experience being the president of the club? Oh, that was very interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very interesting. We were on the board for a long time, so you definitely get to know the ins and outs of, right. of things. Sure. Um, yeah, there were a lot of um, unique situations that arose that you don't necessarily have the experience in because my background was in teaching. So it was in keeping order. <laughs> it wasn't in the type of problem solving that I was, we had to find a new manager. We had issues with the food, chillers breaking. Anyway, it was one thing after another, but it was an interesting, it was a good experience, I have to say. So just so you know, Michael and I have put our names forward for the board this year. Congratulations. by the time, we, you're watching this, we may or may not have been on the board, <laughs> voted in or voted out. Yep. But if we get voted in, we're going to come to you for some advice. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, Jane also took uh, curling to a new level into uh, body checking. and <laughs> So you can uh, tell him about how you started off with me. So our first game, of course, uh, with Fran and Glenn Allen, mm -hmm. uh, Ron's the second, I'm the, the lead, because okay. he's the man. Of course, he gets the second position, right? <laughs> so, so. That was back in the 90s. That was back, yeah, back in the 90s. So in those days, we both swept on the same side, okay? okay. Ron's a little bigger than I am, mm -hmm. and like by about 100 pounds. And so we're going up and down, and I think at least I can sweep. Like I can't, I'm not doing well with throwing a rock, but at least I can sweep. Right until I accidentally stuck my broom out and tripped him and right. down went the hockey player <laughs> on the curling rink ice right. in front of all these people. I, I thought that was the end of our curling. I, wow. It was not a wise move on my it, it part. It was a full, full on wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've been hit that hard playing hockey. And just for the record, he did say accidentally. Yes. We yeah. have that on tape now, yeah. so there's no, be no, no, no lawsuits coming. <laughs> what an experience. It was a, it was, it was a little scary. Right. Right. But Ron, you have, uh, as Jane has alluded to, you spent a lot of time on the ice in your younger days. You started out as a hockey player. And I believe it, if I'm not mistaken, going back as far as the Markham Waxers, uh, when you were quite young, kind of teenager. Yeah, I was about 14 or 15 when I went out with the Waxers and then uh, ended up getting signed um, in uh, Richmond Hill. Uh, with the junior team, but started off with uh, Waxers, 
and uh, yeah, went on from there. Mm -hmm. So where was the next stage of your hockey career after the Waxers? Um, junior in Ontario, and then uh, um, I guess about 1968, um, I was uh, had an offer for a scholarship in the States. Okay. So I took a hockey scholarship, and mm -hmm. uh, and then right out of the university, I was drafted by Cleveland. Okay. And went on to play for wherever Cleveland sent me. <laughs> At that time, Cleveland was a professional team in the WHA. Yeah. Good. Which later merged with the NHL. Was yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. Mm. Yeah, and, and so it was nice. I got to be with some people that are common, kind of common names for pro hockey players. Jerry Cheevers was our goaltender and Jerry Wayne Cheney. Hillman, Larry okay. Hillman, who played for the Leafs. And right. Yeah. So I got to meet a lot of incredible people and travel a bit and wonderful. Yeah, what an experience! I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Well, for the first ten years, mm -hmm. I didn't really work. I <laughs> went to the rink. It was it was amazing. You, you, think know, you got paid to play hockey. I got yeah, something I loved to do and yeah. um, and lucked out and got put on a couple of really good teams. Yeah, and who, so, who, so Ron, it was. Uh, look at, <laughs> I'm guessing it is. Uh, a little different traveling back then in the late 60s, early 70s than it is now. I see Carl Dubas wanted a private jet to fly around. I bet you didn't have a private jet, eh? No, there was uh, some private buses. <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever had to ride a bus with 24 players, yeah. it's uh, a little uh, exciting sometimes. Yeah. No I bet you the hockey world would stank a bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So who was the toughest, dirtiest player you played against, Ron? Gordie Howe, by far. By far? By far. The much revered Gordie Howe was, he was that tough. Yes, yeah. and uh, he was playing for uh, uh, Houston at the time with his uh, two sons. Mm -hmm. And um, he just finished hacking at me a couple times and <laughs> I told him that uh, if you do that one more time, I'm going to get your kid. <laughs> oh, okay. So Gordy talked to me afterwards, said okay. it's the first time anybody said that. And I said, well, Gordy, you realize I was only kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but it and, worked. And had a, had, a, had a beer with him and he thought it was pretty funny to have a 21-year-old mm -hmm. um, coming back against him. Right, right. Yeah. So many years later, how would you compare that experience on the ice with Gordy Howe to that first curling experience with Jane? And she's got the stick. <laughs> yeah, we, we. She didn't believe that she was going to get a five-minute medal. <laughs> I had to buy him a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, that was crazy. Now, Ron, did you uh, room with anybody that we would have heard of? Well, uh, Jerry Sheevers was uh, was who played for Boston, and mm -hmm. and yeah, uh, yeah he was uh, a really good friend through him. I met quite a few other people that were, you know, other hockey players or personalities. And right. did Jerry yeah. snore? <laughs> no, you have Ron to ask does. his wife. No, yeah. not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jerry had a long career as a goaltender for the Bruins. Yeah. Bruins and uh, and Cleveland. He was for three years in Cleveland, then went back to the NHL. Right. Right. Wonderful. Ron, do you have a, uh, sorry, this just came up to me. Do you have a card? Like, do you, you know those hockey cards? 
Yeah, I, I do somewhere, but we, and we've tried to relocate it. We thought some of the grandkids, but uh, mm -hmm. can't seem to find it anymore. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Huh. Maybe it's out there somewhere. I yeah. 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 Wow. Considering all our grandchildren that play hockey all have their own cards. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> they do now, don't you? You just have to show team. up and pay your. No, I'm just kidding. Ron. Yours would have been. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe granddad can autograph that. Well, there cards. you go. Yeah. As, as long as there's money with it. <laughs> so, Jane, yes. I need to ask you about the Special Olympics. Okay. So, you uh, were heavily involved in a Special Olympics program at the Unionville Curling Club. Can you take us back to what prompted you to get involved in that? Yes, I can. Um, so, in the 90s, my da our daughter was at Brother Andre High School. And she and her student council, or her athletic council, started a program for special needs kids, a sports, a sports day um, at the end of the year, like a play day. And Which they probably hadn't had prior they had, to that. They did not, they had not had anything like that. And it was an overwhelming success. I went to see it, and it really hit something with me. And um, I thought, you know, I could probably do something like that. I know, I know how to curl, kind of know how to curl now. Maybe I could start a curling program. So, so there was that. There was what uh, Katie had done. But also my uh, youngest brother was Down syndrome, and he was always in the back of my mind that um, you will never feel like you've done enough for someone in your family. Mm -hmm. And so he was no longer with us. But in his memory, I thought, you know, maybe a Special Olympics curling program could be started. Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't have any, um, anybody helping me in that regard. I went to the, uh, the AGM for the curling club and asked for an hour of ice time, um, one day a week, um, one sheet. And um, it was, the responses weren't positive initially. Okay. It took quite a bit to get, oh, uh, to gain the uh, approval of people. Wow, but you now, persevered. Came, I persevered, but I had no athletes. I had no athletes, no volunteers. I just had an idea. Wow. And so anyway, um, it just took me about a month to come up with some athletes. And mm -hmm. I had more volunteers than athletes at the beginning. Right. And, uh, and that's how we started in 2001. And it's, we've cycled through a lot of different athletes over mm -hmm. the years. Um, we have one athlete that started in 2001 and he's still with us. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. But oh, others fun. have moved on and sure. they've had, you know, different physical uh, complications and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just been the most rewarding program ever. Wonderful. Well, especially yeah. the amount of effort it took to get the program put together. Yeah, your yeah, was, it just... Uh, was yeah, on the persistence. If you hadn't stuck with it, it wouldn't have happened. No, it, it, was, it was really good. And so over the years, we've had evenings when the firefighters have joined us. Okay. And we'll get like 15 firefighters coming in. And it's the, the highlight of their year coming to sure. to curl with us and uh, yeah so it's been it's been really wonderful. good well yeah. I mean kudos to you Jane for doing oh, that thank and, you uh, yeah, it's wonderful thank you yeah. it's, it's been very rewarding as all the volunteers right. yeah. coaches will attest to yeah and you brought a little um, uh, a book today with us that we'll try to incorporate 
into yeah. the video when we post it on YouTube, but there's a commemorative book of yeah. Special Olympics with a forward from Wayne Gretzky, and right. there's a whole section in there devoted to what you did. That's uh, right. In curling. In curling, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that was uh, Special Olympics Canada. Um, I'm in, like, my direct relationship is with Special Olympics Ontario, okay. and we're York South. But, but we so. did get involved with um, the Jordans and yeah. uh, with Special Olympics and, and helping them put out their book, yeah. 40th anniversary, and then you were a huge part of that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, it's been good. And did you also branch out at one point to baseball? Yeah, we've been doing well? we've been doing baseball for 20 years. Okay. So we do that every Monday. Wow. So Monday nights, pretty much. Well, almost throughout the year, it's either curling or baseball. So that's been an enormous success as well. Right. We have um, some of the same athletes, but other athletes that are not, maybe they're bowlers and not curlers. But sure. Um, sure. yeah, no, it's been, it's been great fun. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, Jane, just on that, uh, what are the challenges? You know, what, what challenges, that, it's very satisfying. I know Lucy, helps you with uh, on the curling on Mondays, my wife, and she comes home, she's always smiling. It's like one of those satisfying things, but there must, there's challenges that maybe other people are starting to, maybe you can help them, give them advice or tips. Um, I, well, the first thing is, is that you have to just be with uh, these athletes. Um, just being around them is very relaxing and just getting to know them and as soon as you get to know them, you realize they're just, they're just like all of us. They want to be part of something and learning how to curl or play baseball allows them to be just like everyone else. Um, and so you, obviously you have to have a lot of patience. You have to throw a lot of, um, you know, factors out the window and just, you have to be where they are mm -hmm. and move on from there. And they're all a little bit different. Um, you know, some of them are nonverbal, so that you have to work your way around that. Mm -hmm. And it, you can read a lot about it, but not until you've experienced it can you really get a sense of, it, it's just so worth it that once you're with them mm -hmm. and, um, and you see the progress they've made. Um, it just it takes away any, um, you know, whatever fear you've had about being around them. Yeah, yeah it's it, it's just it's wonderful, N not only for the athletes but the parents. The parents that are with them, twenty four seven, um, when they bring them out to curling, uh, the parents and caregivers they're the most grateful people on the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. I I can't say enough about them. So our little part of being with them for an hour and a half or whatever it is, is just, it, it's, it's minuscule compared to what the parents sure. have to deal with. And, uh, and it's just so satisfying. Sure. Uh, that's but the, you've been the able to thing. push some of your curlers and baseball yeah. into um, more personal things like your yes. Anthony's. Yeah, so it, exactly. Out. So what, so I guess really as uh, the coaches um, and volunteers have gained confidence. We've instilled that confidence in the athletes. They've become um, so confident in their ability, if it's to speak, um, if it's to perform, whatever it is, um, it just brings out a new side of them. 
And one of our athletes has gone on to George Brown College and gotten his um, degree in baking and uh, has started his own business. Wonderful. He now teaches um, over Zoom. He teaches baking classes and cooking classes and is paid by Special Olympics Ontario to, to do all this. Right. Another one of our athletes drives and uh, he, he, he's nonverbal, but he helps the other athletes um, incredibly, just, mm -hmm. just by his, just by his actions. And uh, so I think what I'm trying to say is that we learn as much from them as sure. I think we teach them. Just sounds yeah. incredibly rewarding. It is. For you and, and for everybody involved. It is, it is. You know, you, you think when it's time to go, you say, oh, I'm tired. I don't really feel like doing this. The right. second you walk through that door, it's oh my gosh, right. this is incredible. Sure. Yeah, we're, we're the blessed ones that we get to do it. Wow. That's, That's a great the, way to look at it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Ooh. Well, I think that's a great segue Is to time? our fun little section that we call Rapid Fire. Okay. Jane and Ron Morgan, I have the questions right here. First of all, who's a speed demon? Ron. <laughs> <laughs> Unless there's a motorcycle instructor in front of you. Uh, country music or rock music? Country. What's your favorite rock. band? Oh, rock. Ooh. Okay. What's your favorite uh, band, Jane? Uh, well, I'm kind of going country rockish. Country rock. rock oh. Country rockish. I love the Eagles. Oh, yeah. yes. I'm a big Eagles. Ron? Yeah. We, we have a full music setup at the cottage, all the speakers, guitars. And the one thing we did is that. As the kids were growing up, they had to have a sport and they had to have a m music, um, pick an instrument, and we would take care of it. And uh, it's worked out pr pretty successful. We have one that's a professional musician, but um, yeah, so we've been in music a long time, especially up at the cottage. You're like the ladies. We've got full setup. Like the ladies, lay family. Yeah. <laughs> At any given time, you can walk into the cottage and yeah. one of our sons is on the drums and, wow. you know, or you're sitting outside and he'll just be drumming away. It's just so beautiful. Well, it's oh, it's really neat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So okay. cake or pie, Jane? Ooh. Pie. Ron? Lemon pie. Lemon pie. Ooh, very specific. And butter tart. <laughs> <laughs> um, say word in Spanish, Ron. Dos cerveza. <laughs> Jane knows the words. <laughs> yeah, he didn't hear you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, chocolate or vanilla? It depends on the time of day. What? <laughs> chocolate in the morning, vanilla at night. Oh, wow. <laughs> she has chocolate at night. She's, oh. She's awake for the night. Right, the caffeine. What about yeah. you, Ron? And Ron? Uh, chocolate. Chocolate? Yeah. Okay. Any time of day. Star Wars? No, hang on. I'm going to change this now. Beverly Hillbillies or Bonanza? Bonanza. I'd go Bonanza too. <laughs> dogs or cats? Dogs. Yeah, dogs, I'm allergic to cats. Oh. <laughs> they don't have nine lives with... I shouldn't say that. They'll have to... Somebody will send me hate mail. <laughs> well, we've had, we have had six dogs, so oh, I would have... I guess you like them. Yeah, we yeah. like dogs, yeah. Yeah. Have you ever worn socks with sandals? 
uh, uh, Ron? No. No? That's good. Fashion faux pas, apparently. <laughs> uh, okay, Ron, what is your hidden talent? I should be asking, you should be asking Jane that, do I have I, hidden I may. Talent? What, what, your hidden talent? What? <laughs> 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 Can we go to the next question? <laughs> what's your hidden talent? What's your hidden talent? What's my hidden talent? I don't have any. Your compassion for people. Oh, that, um, that, oh, that's very sweet. Ron is an excellent cook. Oh. Okay. I'm just having fun with this. So, any childhood nicknames? Uh, I was just, uh, well, I won't tell you my, what my brothers used to call me, but Janie Girl. Janie Girl? Ron? Yeah. Right, uh, what did they call you on the ice, Ron? A nickname. Oh, nickname. nickname? Uh, baby Bull. Baby Bull. Was, okay. uh, which is in the article. It's in one I, of the articles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Coffee. And what is your go-to karaoke song? You're still the one. You're still the one. Shania okay, let's do Twain. It. Go ahead, Jane. No, no. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you have a go-to song? I, I, I'm toned. I can't. Uh, <laughs> I can't carry a tune. No. What well, song you like listening to, friend? So how did your family I, I become musicians? I actually love all music. Yeah, there's blues, jazz. He just oh, yeah. he likes playing, not singing. Yeah. yeah. So what do you play? A guitar. So that's a hidden talent. Oh, it's very. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We wouldn't know. I that. didn't say I played well. I just <laughs> I played. <laughs> okay, that's it. Rapid fire. Rapid fire oh, comes excellent. to an end. Okay. So that concludes this episode. So thank you to Jane Motorcycle Mama Morgan oh. <laughs> and Ron Baby Bowl Morgan there you for go. being here today. Really appreciate it. Um, and to our uh, to our audience, I just want to say if you know someone out there that has an interesting story please let us know. Uh, you can send it to us at ideas at lifestoriesmarkham.ca. If also you would like to sponsor uh, the show or an episode, please get in touch with us at info at lifestoriesmarkham.ca. Whether you're listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to our channel. That way you won't miss a single episode. This program is produced by Nilesh Happy Media and you can reach Nilesh at nilesh.hathi at gmail.com. And all of this information is on our website at lifestoriesmarkham.ca. Thank you. Until next time.